Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 94. Give me everything tonight. Me not working hard. Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me with a Kodak. Took my life from negative to positive. I just want you to know that. And tonight, let's enjoy life. Pitbull, Naya, Neo, just right. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And as you can tell, we're shaking it up a little bit tonight. Tony has been wanting to play this song for weeks. Okay, turn it down. I'm not, what's wrong with it being on? Because I, we, we get distracted. When we get distracted. Okay. I get distracted. You do. You know, let's, let's talk. That's okay, let's chit-chat. Let's chit-chat. Welcome back, everyone. Um, it will be the day after Halloween. So some of you um, listening to this may be in sugar comas Tuesday morning. Yeah. Or have been out late with your children. And, um, you know, happy November. Sure. Can't believe it's November or, you know, on the downside into Christmas. But, um, yeah, give me everything tonight. That's where we're at. Uh, you know, this has been... Elisa's looking at me like, okay, Tony, let's take it away here. This has been a song that I've just dug. It it really, it hit me when we were on vacation in August and I happened to cross a techno dance station and it was just something I needed at that time. I needed upbeat. I I really do enjoy techno music, especially without the uh, vocals, but this song really just hit me and Yes, for many of you out there who are like, holy crap, that's a secular song and it's really about being at a bar and picking up on a gal. That's what it's about. But really as Christians, we can take what is being said there and utilize it in our marriages each and every day. Because every night we have the opportunity to be with our spouse because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Mm -hmm. And this year alone for me has made that has made that impact my good buddy dying in may my other good friend separating from his spouse i've had two people this week alone who's told me that they've been that they have are going through a divorce or have completed a divorce so this year alone for me there's been an impact that I was thinking, especially when this song plays and it really gets me going because actually before I even came on the air tonight, I've been feeling pretty down today. Not really there altogether. I've talked to you guys about me competing next March, possibly in a men's physique competition. And today was just a rough day. I, I just don't feel, I just don't feel it. I get on the mics and then we put on our headphones and I'm telling Elisa about this song. She goes, well, which song is it? So I found it up on YouTube and, you know, I put it on and boom, I'm just, I'm rearing to go again. I I love it. I have to tell you guys, you know, before we get on the air, you know, he's, 
we're recording this on Sunday night. And so every night Tony has a shake. And so he's got, <laughs> I just have to paint the picture for you. Um, we have a magic bullet, which is one of those little mini blender type things. Well, all of our little containers, the cup size broke for it. So he's been mixing up his smoothie in a blender size. Which is actually better. Deal. So he's got his smoothie. He's got this music rock. And I mean, it's like taking me back 17 years to when we were in college. And, you know, it's funny going back that far. You know, when we first met, you just think you've got forever. Mm-hmm. You do. You know, so I'm, so in mm-hmm. fact, I even posted up on Facebook. I'm like, it's taking me back, you know, to the days when we were drinking and hanging out all night with the music going. And, and you don't ever think life's going to actually, you know, hit you. You feel invincible. And Tony's right. We've known a number of marriages that have broken up this year. We've known a number of men who have died young mm-hmm. this year, not just his friend, Nick, but um, some other, there was another gentleman at church and you know, all of a sudden we're getting to an age where, Oh, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Tomorrow's never guaranteed, but you, as you get older, you start to realize that there are fewer tomorrows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love, you know, once he played the song for me again, because, you know, I, I don't really do the techno thing. I don't do it at all. It's not even a really, it's just, it, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> music doesn't work for at least no, most I of the do time. Like, I do like music. I just, I could go back, you know, to like the 60s and the 70s and be happy with what was playing back then. But, you know, the, the lines in here, give me everything to know, give me everything tonight for all we know we might not get tomorrow. And I remember the very first time that Tony and I shared our story about our 60 days, there was a woman in the audience who asked me about, the, you know, well, what about the laundry and what about the dishes? You know, here you are making intimacy a priority, but what about all your obligations? And I don't know how many times I have repeated the line that I repeated to that woman. And I said, you know what? Here's the thing. I can guarantee you that there will always be laundry. Yes. There will always be dishes. Yes. I cannot guarantee you that when I wake up tomorrow, Tony will be there. I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a mobile, you know, does mobile dent repair for his business. He's out in his car all day long in Southern California. There are a few, you know, million cars on the road. He could get into a car accident when he was riding hundreds of miles a week. It's nothing for a car to hit a cyclist. It happens yeah. a lot. And I think all of you will agree with us. The The increase in cancer that is hitting our society has affected us all. And be it a spouse, a child, a parent, each one of those relationships are important. Mm-hmm. Here we talk about marriage, and that is a big one. That being the time, that evening, when you can just spend some time together, share your love, your, your, your happiness, your fears, your desires. Because what worse thing to do than to be angry at each other, upset at each other, unforgiving towards each other, and then have something like cancer hit either one of you. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting there going, what if? What should I have done? Should I have done that? I sh- well, don't, don't wait. 
don't wait. If you are a child of God, he has forgiven you. You can forgive your spouse. You know, we've been learning a lot in our church about grace and mercy these last couple of months. And it's really struck me hard, you know, to understand how much love that God has for us, that Jesus went up on that cross and died for us, forgave us of all our sins. But for some reason in marriage, your husband forgot to put the toilet seat down. So in the middle of the night, you fell in the toilet and you can't forgive him. That's happened to me on more than one occasion. Yes, it has. <gasps> I have a wonderful wife, though. She forgives uh, me. Yeah, it doesn't even face me anymore. <laughs> but, but, but you see what I'm saying? You see how asinine that is to even think about that? But in our marriages, the little things, we can't let go of them. You didn't put your dishes away. The laundry's here. This is there. But tonight, you can make that all go away. Mm-hmm. You can. You, you can just sit there wherever you are right now listening to us, and you can just say a silent prayer to Jesus. And it's just, God, I forgive him. I forgive her for everything and anything that has happened, anything and everything that is on my heart that's being laid on my heart that is weighing me down that is stopping me from connecting with my spouse and you just give it all to him just be done with it because i really do believe that a lot of us and me included those little things those little foxes that will come in between us will start to eat away and then i'll get more disgruntled and more disgruntled and then eventually i'll blow up or something will happen that's really small and insignificant and will call cause a rift between Elisa and I. And if you don't think so, listen back to any of the 93 episodes and you'll find times in our marriage each and every week when we come here where you will find times when Elisa and Tony have had instances where we're not on the same page. That's called life. I mean, it is. is. And And it's called the life of a Christian couple that is going through everything that you guys go through. We don't put on masks for you. We don't sit here and talk from the mountaintop to you. We're here sitting right next to you, telling you and letting you know that we go through the same hurts, the same desires, the same hurtful moments, the same yelling matches that you guys go through and have gone through and may go through. Mm -hmm. And we're still growing, so we still have those times. Again, listen to what we do each and every week. And sometimes you guys don't even like what you're hearing because you'll email us and tell us, which tells us that we're hitting a chord in you. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those things where we don't always give our all. It's so much easier to hold back a portion of ourselves you know, because you're distracted because you've got these other commitments because, you know, you've got commitments at work, you've got volunteer deals, you've got all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we don't ever take, I won't say ever take the time, but it is so hard for us to be fully present with one person. It is. You know, whether it's all the technological distractions, the 
you know, I mean, you guys have heard us talk about our kids. Our kids are amazing. Sometimes though, it's hard to get a word in edgewise. Financial distractions. Financial distractions. As, as our economy continues to go through this slump, I'm sure many of you are feeling it just as we are. It's not like my businesses are booming like they were pre-2007. You know, it's month to month at times here. It's not like we're, we're living the high life. And I, and I know for many of you guys or for many of you who are the sole income provider or the major, the majority income provider, how that can stress you out, mm-hmm. put worry upon you. Have you, you start to withdraw because you don't want your spouse to know what's happening. And I'll, and I'll tell you from, from a guy who's been going through it and dealing with it, it's, it's something that you got to let go of and you got to give that to God too. But more importantly, you got to let your spouse know what's up because if the spending's going crazy and the money's not coming in, it's going to cause a lot of havoc, you know, listen back to January. We covered. (laughs) Yeah, we covered that. We covered that on January, but it's, it's one of those things where we have one listener actually that they're going to sell their house and they're going to, they're buying a bus. You know, just live in a bus, an RV style. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just to downsize and get rid of the debt? Yep. That's awesome. I thought that was cool. That that would be like, you're probably a little envious of them just getting it all down to... No, I don't know if I... No, not right now. Not right now? No. Okay. Um, I'd just be happy getting rid of all the junk digress. out of our house. Okay. Digression. Um, give me everything tonight. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean just being present. With your spouse, it means giving all of your cares, all of your worries. It, it means, you know, and it's not even just a physical thing. Obviously, this is right. I don't this want is a this. secular song that does, you know, it's in hitting, this song. It's hitting the highlights of sex. It's definitely about sex in yes. the song. But being able to bring this into our marriages, I mean, this is a song where, if, you know, again, I had to actually like look up the lyrics to figure out what they were saying half the time because um, all I could make out was the refrain. <laughs> it's the way my brain works as i'm singing yeah tony's over here just getting his groove on and i'm like i don't even know what they're saying but you know when i was when i was thinking about that course i was saying you know give me everything tonight that means i need to give tony my worries i need to give him my fears i need to give him my joys i mean it's very easy you know it's kind of like how we relate to god it's very easy to kind of put god on the back burner when things are going well and it's like yeah i I got this i'm you know look at me look at what i've done and yet when things are going bad, that's when we turn to God and we turn away from our spouse. Cause th- then all of a sudden we start praying for an intervention. God right. fix this. God take this away. God do, do something. something. And we stop talking to our spouses because the fear, the worry, the insecurity, all of that right. starts coming into play. And like Tony was saying, you know, financial breadwinners, you're in a tough place and you start to withdraw. Well, guess what? Your spouse needs to know because if he or she is spending too much money, it needs to be a conversation to say, Hey, you know what? We don't have it this month. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not getting that contract this month. I'm not having those extra overtime hours. I'm not getting the bonus. I'm not stop spending. <laughs> we got to figure out how to live on what we got. And we, and we know that's hard. We, oh. we know that's very difficult at times, especially with a growing family. Mm-hmm. We understand that. I mean, just the other week, 
and not just the other week, Alex has been wanting to play spring ball, baseball. baseball. And it's one of those things I've held out a little bit. Elisa has held out because it sort of crimps our style with all the practices and the games and this and that. It's at the point in time, though, where we feel he is old enough to do it. And so we are looking at spring ball for 2012. Well, Alex comes to me and goes, hey, dad, well, let's let's look at sports authority because I need a bat and I need this and I need that. And, you know, you start looking at this stuff and we didn't budget this month for $200 in baseball gear. You know, so I'm sitting here talking to Alex about, well, you know what? Let's go to it. Let's go to play it against sport. And we can look there for a bat. Maybe they have some nice baseballs we can pick up for cheap, cheaper than instead of going to Dick's or Sports Authority, say. So we go through that just as much and just like you guys out there. And one of the things you guys have heard us talk about is that, you know, we don't tell our children everything. We don't bring unnecessary worry into their lives. But our children are very aware of financial um, obligations and mm-hmm. responsibilities, fiscal responsibility. Our children know if it's not in the budget, it's really not in the budget. Right. You know, and there are certain conversations that you can have with your children to keep them on the same page with the family so they're not thinking, well, money grows on trees and if I want it, I can have it. And it is okay for your children to hear the word no. Right. I mean, we, we had a, a situation this weekend with getting ready for Halloween where... Alex has decided at the 11th hour that he wants a costume. Yeah, there's the other one, yeah. And, you know, Abby has a costume that we got at a thrift store that she's going to be wearing. Cost me $10. And, you know, so I told Alex, I said, you know, I'm happy to take you to go look for costumes. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge to find something at the 11th hour, but I'll take you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well how, well, how much do I have? And I said, I don't know. How much money do you have? Because at the 11th hour, it's not my problem. I didn't budget for it. And I told him, I said, I will give you $10 just like I gave your sister or I used for your sister's costume. And, you know, it became one of those things where we went looking for costumes and he didn't have enough money. And he had to come to the, the realization that he didn't have enough money. And a lot of this talking that goes on for Lisa and I are at night. Uh-huh. Or before physical intimacy, Elisa likes to purge some I, information. I need to use my words. Yep. And so that could be during the day as well. For us, though, it does happen. Does it happen every night? No. We're busy. We have things that are going on. We have, I may have a project going on that I need to get done. Elisa goes to sleep. I would say three times a week at least. At least. We are, we are discussing these matters. In depth. No kids in between. We have some time together. And so as we continue to talk about let's do it tonight, that's something you guys need to be thinking about. Mm -hmm. There's other things that you could be thinking about as well. Spiritual intimacy. This is an area that Elise and I still to this day, we falter on. We're working on something new, which we're going to try this week. And we do have sermon notes and there's a guide that we can follow. So we're going to try and do that. And I think we mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. We haven't been to church together all the, this whole month. Yeah, between retreats, retreats and, and our anniversary and there's yeah. been a number of things. Th- this month has really been off. So we're going to start doing that. You know, let's do it tonight. It might be tonight 
that you need to take the lead with your spouse, male or female, husband or wife. I don't know what the situation is in your marriage. I don't know who takes the lead more often, but if you're the spouse who doesn't take the lead, maybe it's your night to take the lead. Or even take the lead for date night. I mean, I, I have to... Yeah, I, I've got a girlfriend. I've just got a. I've just got to brag on her husband. Um, he was deployed. She had sent him a message while he was deployed, saying, "Hey, I really want to. Um, I really want to go on a hot air balloon ride when nice. you come home." And she had sent this to him early in his deployment. He actually, you know, came home from deployment, made the arrangements, got the sitter all lined up, took care of the whole thing. Totally surprised her with, "Hey." I remember that email you sent me. We're doing it. You know, be ready. They got delayed a day because of weather. San Diego, <laughs> the coast. Oh, the, it's uh, fogged the, in. Yeah, it was fogged in. But he remembered. Right. While he was on deployment, one email. She wants to do this. He made it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it went so far as to find the sitter. Hats off to him. I mean, I was just, I was doing the happy dance for her when she was telling me this. Because you know what? He took the lead. Yeah. He didn't ask her to find the sitter. Like, I've got something planned for you. I need you to find a sitter for Friday night. It was, nope, got it all arranged. You're with me at six o'clock or whatever it was. Um, we may not have those times, folks. We just might not have them. And I can't tell you when it's going to happen. Only God knows when. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, there's not going to be a day that goes by now in my life where I'll look back and go, I wish I would have. I'll tell you that. Some years back, I would have. I would have said that because I think there's a lot of things I left out there that I hadn't done and I was waiting for Elisa to pick it up and let her do it. But over the last four or five years, four years, I've picked up, you know, if there's something I wanted to do, I've gone out, I've made the arrangements, I made it happen. And so, you know, make things happen. Don't wait for your spouse to always take the lead in these things. Well, and and part of it too is don't wait. You know, if you and your spouse have a dream, work on making that happen. Work on making that a reality. You know, you hear so many people say, oh, you know, we'll do that when we're retired. Well, you know, what if you don't live to 65? Is it better to try and make that? What if you can't retire? What if you can't retire? There's a good one. Um, you know, that's the reality for more and more people. Some are choosing not to. Some have no choice. You know, but, but why wait until you can't physically travel? Because now you, you know, you have the time, but you can't physically do it. Why not make it happen now? Mm-hmm. Or in a couple of years, you know, be working. You know, if you want to go to Europe, make that a reality, you know, in two or three years instead of 20 years. You know, mm-hmm. set those common goals. We talk about goal setting. We talk about having a plan, whether it's for your spiritual life or your financial life, you know, but, but start, start working on it tonight. Start that everything today. It starts with a conversation. It starts with saying, you know what, right now, you know, I keep, I keep waiting, you know, one of these episodes, we're going to have that Van Halen song. Cause I love that song. Which one? Right now. Right now. Yeah, that is a yeah. good song. Uh, yeah. uh, we'll get not that, that. Tony's version. We'll get the Van Halen version. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I didn't realize he was going to burst into song. 
but but that does tie in. It does tie in because right now is when you can start making a difference in your marriage. Don't wait, like Tony said, for the other person to make the change. Because like I've started telling my children, you can't change anybody else. You can't. Can change you. You can change you. If you don't like the way things are, if you want more of something, you change yourself. And if you want, go back to last week's episode, which was 93, listen at the end when Sarah talks about how she was having an issue with sexual intimacy in her marriage, right? She was having this issue and Elisa was pretty harsh on her. Sarah changed herself. She made the change. She came up with an idea. She shared it with her husband and lo and behold, they have found a way to make physical intimacy, intimacy, sexual intimacy much more enjoyable for both of them. She had the issue. She made the change. And if you had heard the original time I read her first email, right? she wanted her husband to change. Right. It was all about him. Why isn't he doing this? Why, you know, he should be, doing I want set. him to be doing, it was all about him and none about her. And I, I was a little up in her business about that. Um, and I took a lot of flack for that. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we put ourselves out there week in and week out. And we know that there are a lot of things that we say that you don't like. We know that because we hear from you. We know that because we've made the comments in small groups and we've gotten feedback. You know, there's nothing like sharing your ideas in a small group and getting immediate feedback on, you know, whether or not you're crazy. Um, but the reality is, is she listened mm-hmm. and she now gives him everything. You know, it, it's a matter of if you didn't catch it, if he lets her know by 10 o'clock that he wants to be intimate that night, she'll be ready in 10 minutes yep. because he's letting her know before she's dropped dead exhausted that he desires her and she has made the agreement that she will be ready for him. Yeah. Talk about a change of heart and a change of perspective and her marriage from the last email we got is rocking. And you might, and they're doing that with a baby in the house. Yeah. Nine are. month old. So you may just need to start thinking outside your box, mm-hmm. change it up. Think of some ideas, you know, I was, I, I was going to say, get up even on the one extraordinary marriage on Facebook and, and post some things up there. You, you know, don't be, don't be, a, don't be afraid to share, you know, that's the thing. Elisa and I are around all the time and, and we're, if you're to see us face to face here in San Diego and we started talking this is who you're going to get. And we're going to tell you what's up. Oh, it's so interesting that you should say that. One, because it scares me sometimes how much we think alike. Because I was just going to say, post your questions on Facebook. Let the one community, you know, brainstorm with you. If you've got a particular situation, you're like, I don't know how to, like, here's my issue. How do I get around this? Right. We have over a thousand followers on Facebook. Somebody's going to chime in with ideas either on what's worked for them or what hasn't worked, but it will give you feedback. The other thing I was going to say is I was with um, some girlfriends this past week and intimate topic came up and, you know, of course I'm very like, okay, well here's very fact of the matter. Here's, here's who we are and here's what we've done and blah, blah, blah. And I could sense a little anxiety from the one sitting 
to the right of me and I'm like, are you okay? She goes, yeah. And so then she shared something with the group and she's like, I'm a little nervous about sharing this. But she did and I just looked at her when she was done and I said, how do you feel? She's like, I feel okay. She goes, it's a little scary though, putting yourself out there. And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. Tony and I do this week in and week out and it is scary. But you know what? Once you do it, somebody else feels empowered to do it because they saw your bravery. They saw your courage and they said, you know what? The sky did not fall. Yeah. And it's true. People will judge you. People will. It's it's just who they are and you can't help it. But you know what? You get past that. And you keep thinking about the one person that you've just given a voice to because they saw you stand up and share and take off your mask and say, you know what? Yeah, here's who I am. Yeah. Love me or leave me. I mean, that's just, you know, but it, it does. It's the same thing with, with your spouses when you start taking off those masks and when you give, when you give everything to your spouse and when you are in the moment with your spouse, your relationship takes on a new dynamic. You know, it's like the last three or four days have been crazy around our house. And Tony and I haven't really connected. I mean, yesterday I was out of the house at 6.45 in the morning. We swapped the kids at like 10.30 in the morning because he was going to the physique competition. I took the kids pumpkin carving. He met up with us about four. We went to church at five. We went to dinner after church. We came home, we watched a movie and crawled into bed together. Hey, stranger. You know, and then another full day of just going, going. And it's been like this for the last four or five days. Sitting here in front of the mics, first time we've sat down and had a conversation in probably about three days. Yeah. Yeah, just because of the way our week has been. But here's the thing. Once you open up, once you share, you take those nights, you know, you take those nights and you put one block on top of each other. Mm-hmm. When you get to a point when three or four days pass and things are crazy, you can still come together. When things are still crappy and you're having that unforgiving heart and you're not, you know, you're just not tracking with your spouse, it's okay because you're going to overcome that mm-hmm. much, much easier. And I can say that and I, I'm sure Lisa will agree. It's these times when we are in good places, when we are talking, when we are opening up, when we are being honest with each other, this helps us grow in our marriage, in ourselves. So when those tough times do come, when those moments when we are just uh, bashing heads a little bit, we know we know where the good stuff is and we know we're going to get through it. And it may take hours. It may take a day. It may take days. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to leave each other for it. It's not. It's not going to come to that. We just need to get into our own places and forgive one another. And go, okay, tonight is a night we got. Let's live it. Let's enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And you don't want to live your life with regrets. You know, of the things that you should have said. Of the, you know, hand you should have held. Of the things that you should have let just slide. I mean, you guys have heard me joke about Tony's banana peel on the counter craziest little thing happens almost every time it peels a banana banana peel sits on the counter i think that banana peel has been taken off most times now no it was there the other day <laughs> it, was, it, was and it just it just no it wasn't it just cracks me up because it's just 
it's just part of who he is. It's just like the fact that the bathroom sink is not always as clean as he would like it or that I don't pick up my clothes. There are just certain things that, that just are a part of who one is. And you have a choice each and every day, whether you let that build up and just, you know, nails on a chalkboard type of thing for you, or you say, you know what? That's who she is. That's who he is. Uh, 99% of the good stuff is good. I just got to get past the banana peel. I just bring it up because it's funny and I tease him about it. But, you know, I just, I come in, if I see the banana peel there, I just throw it away. Yeah. You know, we do the little things for each other. And we don't always do it well. Sometimes there's that grumbling, like that sound that he just made that. (laughs) You know, I get that. I'm on the receiving end of that, you know, at times. But it's when you make a choice that today is going to be the day that you're going to give everything that you say, you know what? There are going to be days that are lousy. There are going to be days we miscommunicate. There, you know, you're going to have those days. But when, you know, Tony talks about building that foundation, when you build enough of those blocks of times when you're present with each other, when you've had those conversations, when you can fall back on it and say, okay, you know what? I know he or she is just having a bad day because this is just, this is out of character. Something else is going on here. And you've got permission because of the strength of your relationship to say, hey, you're acting weird. What is up? Yeah. You know, and the other person, because you've, you've built that foundation, has the ability to say, you know what? It is a pretty crappy day. And yeah. I didn't want to tell you, but here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And whether it's something with work or with family or with friends or whatever it is when you create that environment where you can give everything that's when you know your marriage is on solid ground mm-hmm. and for and i was going to say for for those of you spouses out there who are you only listen to it and your spouse doesn't listen to our podcast give this to them share this with them let them hear what a couple Christian couple is talking about good and bad, fun, difficult times. That's what we're here for. And we want you to be able to listen together to, to talk about what we talk about, to build on what we discuss because we want you to have the extraordinary marriage. We do, but you don't have to worry about being extraordinary all the time because that's a lie. And we'll be the first ones to tell you that. But it's about being extraordinary all the time through thick and thin, good and bad. That's what it's about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm just, I was looking at some of these um, comments from this last week. Um, yeah, we, had about, we did. And just about, you know, new folks that have discovered us and, um, you know, just some of the things that they've said, you know, when their marriages are in trouble and, you know, they start to see in us, you know, part of where they are, mm-hmm. you know, when they start to listen to our stories and know some of the garbage that we've been through and they can relate. And that's, you know, we hear from so many people that are like, you guys are so real. Well, we chose to be this way because we want to be relatable to you. I'm, I'm looking at this one from Heather. This was up on um, the One Extraordinary Marriage website. And 
And um, she actually found us through Thrive 90. Fit Marriage. And yep. Fit Marriage. And um, I love the first thing is that she was saying that with Thrive 90, she lost enough weight to put her engagement ring back on, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that um, is great. But she said, this is the first time I've sat down to listen to one of your podcasts. And I'm wondering why I haven't done it before. I really enjoyed your stories and especially the emails at the end. It's so good to hear of other marriages changing for the better and thriving. Um, you know, and she talks a little bit about here, you know, the fact that her marriage is, it, it, they're struggling. And um, she says, I'm looking forward to digging into more of these experiences, uh, more of these and gleaning from your experiences. And, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to say, you know what? Real people, real marriage, warts and all, you know, learn from what we are. She's going to try and get her husband to start listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's, I mean, we've heard from people that are like, yeah, I just, you know, I kind of said, hey, listen to this. Check out these guys. And, you know, we got a number of people that, that it was their first episode listening last week when we were talking about oral sex, which just kind of cracks me up. I keep waiting for my parents to shoot me a message saying it, they listened to that one too. Because um, it seems like that's what... <laughs> Yeah. Whenever we talk about sex, my parents always seem to... Um, they like to jump in on they that. They like to jump in. And um, the one thing, just as a side note, when we did talk about oral sex last week and I was talking about taking charge of your fertility, um, right? one of our listeners actually wrote in and it was a very good point that I didn't think to mention because I'm not on um, birth control. But she had made mention of the fact, and actually let me... Um, come to her comment here. She said, I feel like I should point out that if women are taking hormonal birth control, it works by making your body think it's pregnant. So you won't be able to see the changes in your body talked about in taking charge of your fertility. So just as a side point, you know, I was talking about all the physiological changes I can see during the month. I'm not on hormonal birth control. So that's just something I wanted to make sure I put that right out there for folks. Um, And we heard from a number of people who were actually, you know, have are proponents of natural family planning and have really investigated that for their marriages and you know, people that were happy that it's at least being talked about. Right. Um, because uh, Elise and I do not follow natural family no. planning, Dustin and his wife, Bethany, who is there are partners in fit marriage. Mm-hmm. They practice that. And you can talk to him and his wife, Bethany, at uh, engagemarriage.com. Mm-hmm. They talk about it a lot there. We don't. Elisa and I, if we were to have sex without a condom, without being on birth control, it would not happen. Elisa would dry up. She would shut her legs, and it would not be any fun. And we know this because we've tried it. It's, it's a psychological thing. It's a thing. psychological thing, and so we just don't do it. Uh, she is not on birth control because of just reactions to it. Yeah, I I physically can't do nasty stuff. So we just go condom and we're good to go. But for those of you who do use natural family planning, there are places you can go to learn more. Or if you're interested in it, you can go Mm -hmm. places to learn more. Elisa and I are nowhere near experts at it. We just know people who do it. And yeah, go to go talk to Dustin and Bethany at engaged marriage. Um, yeah, Tony's right. I would not be able to have sex if we didn't use. Yeah. Oh, and I got to give a shout out. Oh, shout out to Ryan, Ryan Ash. Oh, yes, that was I, exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I I have GoDaddy. No, no, not GoDaddy. What am I talking about? Hostgator as our server for Fit Marriage and all my other websites on that side. 
and I was having an issue, so I called customer service one evening. I think it was like Wednesday night, about 10 o'clock our time, and I happened to get a very nice gentleman who is going to help me, and we start talking, and he goes, yes, can I get your domain name? And I say, Fit Marriage, and he's like, oh, hey. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, who's this? And he goes, hold on, let me, hold on. And so he gets all my information. Come to find out, it's Ryan, who we're friends with through One Extraordinary Marriage. But it was really funny because he's like, it, it's Ryan Ash. And Tony's over there going, Ryan Ash. And I'm on the other side of our garage going, oh my gosh, it's Ryan Ash. Like the daddy difference. And Tony's yeah. like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he's one of our listeners. And so I was like, oh, yeah, just, I mean, his poor Ryan, you know, probably didn't get the exact reaction he was looking at, looking for when he said, oh, it's Ryan Ash. But I immediately at least knew who I was. Know. Tony was just, you know, technical yeah, I was Mindset. in my zone. <laughs> it's like, I got to get the computer working. I got to um, get my websites up and running. So, so that was fun. You know, again, it kind of goes to the, to the fact that it's a very small world. Yeah. And you know, when we're on the air, we don't, you know, it's a lot of times we just think about the fact that it's just the two of us sitting across the table. And yet as you guys share this podcast as you encourage your friends to listen, as you're forwarding on, Hey, check out this episode. Um, please do, you know, you're getting the word out. And so we find that these little instances are starting to happen. Right. And it's exciting for us. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys know, support us if you can, we would be so grateful and thankful. You can go to one extraordinary marriage.com and on the right hand side there, you can do a monthly donation of as little as three dollars mm-hmm. and that keeps everything going over here and for us to continue to reach out around this world and impact marriages in a way that folks aren't ready to hear yeah but when they hear it it changes them and that's what we're doing here and through your help we're going to continue to do that you can also please leave comments on this post on this podcast at one extraordinary marriage.com. We want to know what are you going to do tonight? Mm. Can be one word, can be a sentence. It could be three paragraphs, but what are you going to do tonight? That's going to impact your marriage. Yeah. I mean, it's, it just takes one decision. It does. It does. So with that, you guys, we love you. We love you lots. We hope that you have a blessed week. And we're going we're gonna to leave it. We're going to leave it with give me everything tonight. Enjoy it. It's probably going to go for about three minutes or whatever. But let's do it up. Let's dance. Let's have a good time because life is good. God is good. All right? We love you. Take care. God bless you. Tonight, excuse me, excuse me, and I might drink a little more than I should tonight, and I might take you home with me if I could tonight.